In this episode, we speak to Luca from Germany about how she uses contemplation to make better personal and professional decisions. Listen to how she created around 20 adioscope situations, which were essentially questions that were important to her in her personal and professional life, and how she used various principles to find answers to those questions. Hi, Luca. Good to see you again. Hey, Tarun. Good to see you. Uh, so could we start with you telling us a little bit about your personal and professional background? Sure, I'm happy to do that. So my name is Luca. Um, I am originally from the north of Germany and I moved to Berlin, so the capital city of Germany, around six years ago. Um, I work in a software company and I work in the community space. And I think something that I have always been super passionate about is building meaningful relationships and also helping or empowering others to thrive. And um, yeah, this is also why I'm part of the Weaver Mentorship Program, where I'm one of the mentors and I try to support people, for example, if they want to create a community strategy or if they want to start a new community and yeah, this is also where the two of us uh, met, right? So, um, yeah, and I think over the past, I think maybe year, um, yeah, we were in touch and you gave me the opportunity to run through the Audioscope um, program, um, the contemplation program. And yeah, I'm really thankful for the opportunity and I'm happy to chat more about it uh, with you today, what I have learned and how the journey has been. Thank you so much, Luca. So you recently finished the program, I believe. Yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were thinking before the program, when we spoke about the program? What was your state of mind, thoughts, expectations, apprehensions? Let's start from before the program. How were it? And then maybe go into the first couple of weeks. Sure. Um, yeah, so um, I think last year we've uh, met and obviously then we talked about the program more on a strategic level and I didn't experience um, it myself, right, because we talked about um, like strategic things and um, I think I have always been really interested in personal development and I would also consider myself someone who reflects a lot and yeah, just spends a lot of time on things like that. Um, and I think then last year you already offered to me that I could run through the program and I started the program, I know, but I also realized um, that I didn't go into it 100%. So I think we had like a few sessions and I already started the program. I got familiar with the principles of the program um, but I then took sometimes break days, um, which obviously isn't how um, it should be. And then I think um, end of last year, you suggested to me that I maybe should start um, the program over again, um, beginning of the year when the time is right. And I have to say that was exactly the right decision for me because 
then in retrospective, I can say that at that point of time last year, I wasn't fully ready to start with a program. And I think if you go on a journey like that, then you always have to be fully ready for it and also commit to it 100%. And this is what I did beginning of uh, the year then, and then also realized that last year I didn't commit to it fully. And yeah, I think it was a really great experience for me to start the program and yeah, really get kind of a structure for myself, how to contemplate about things um, using the principles of the program. And yeah, this time I was uh, fully ready for it and I really enjoyed the journey. Okay, so when you started it the second time, which is when you actually did it seriously, how were the first couple of weeks? Did you find the process of contemplation unfamiliar or uh, difficult? How was how were the first couple of weeks? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as I said, I think I have always been really passionate about personal development and I'm someone who listens to a lot of podcasts or talks a lot to people or reflects. But also what I realized is that I usually didn't really take a lot of time for myself to contemplate about things. Um, I think um, I was kind of this person who consumed a lot of content to develop, but not really that I said, okay, I would sit down and contemplate for an hour about a situation um, and come up with a solution for myself. Or also maybe I'm a person who really likes to speak to people and yeah, really speak to close people um, and yeah, also ask them maybe for advice or also give them advice. But maybe sometimes I rushed into it maybe uh, a little too quickly um, and yeah I think when I started the journey for me it was more this I really had to take time to actually contemplate and to do the program but this is definitely something that I then set for myself okay maybe I would do it I don't know around lunchtime um, or I already set a time for myself um, and I think especially also then the first principles they really resonated um, with me and I actually realized quite quickly that I also like in my daily life that I already applied them quite quickly so maybe not only when I did the audioscope program but maybe when a question came up um, spontaneously during the day that I thought about the principles and asked myself for example like okay what kind of voices do I hear in my head now and um, yeah or is there maybe an urge to prove right now um, is that maybe something that plays into it so I think the first weeks for me was really about like consciously deciding on time because maybe this is something that I haven't been used to before mm -hmm. but also as I said when I was really like committed to it I think then um, yeah the flow was quite good and I made time for it during the day okay so in the first few weeks you were actually setting the time and the discipline of contemplation which you mentioned that you did not do earlier you you consumed a lot of content, but actually sitting down and thinking about it or finding answers was not happening. So once you passed the first two, three weeks and your contemplation schedule was in place, 
what was the journey like after that? Then in the next two, three weeks, what were the principles? I think we we speak about quantity of speech, velocity of speech. We also spoke about the urge to share with others. So what happened in the next two, three weeks once the contemplation practice was established? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think especially at the beginning, um, I wrote down a lot of things um, because I realized that this really helps me to stay focused and that I kind of structure my thoughts a little better. Um, and then moving forward, I think also you in one of our sessions, you suggested to me, maybe I could switch it up, right? So maybe I could uh, go on a contemplation walk and I um, try out different formats because um, yeah, I always wrote a lot of things down, but also then I was kind of like attached to writing and sitting at home and writing things down. And I think, for example, that was something that was a little at the beginning I had to get used to it like going outside walking um, but once I got used to that that worked really well for me because I think when I write things down um, yeah like the thinking goes in a really structured way and it really helps me to stay focused but also um, I realized that when I'm going outside and I walk Walk, then the energy flows a little differently and also I came maybe up with ideas that I didn't come up before when writing things down and something that worked especially well for me definitely is also um, going during the lunch break outside especially when the weather was nicer so um, also getting some fresh air and um, yeah I think then as I said like the urge to share that is definitely one of the principles that really resonated a lot with me um, because I would say that I realized that I'm someone who shares a lot and also maybe that a lot of people call me for advice I mean it's not that I just talk to people and ask people for advice but I think it's like a two-way street but maybe something sometimes when something came up then I had this urge to share it instantly and to say okay something happened and right the next second I would maybe call someone um, and then I realized okay it is fine to share things with people but also maybe take a minute for myself think about it because maybe when you share something super quickly then you also kind of put maybe pressure on someone or maybe also you kind of give them the task to kind of solve your problems or not it's not only about problems, but maybe also just like general thoughts. It could be also something positive, right? It doesn't have to be a problem. And then I think it works really well when you already have a solution for yourself, then maybe talking about it at a later point of time, but maybe not instantly calling someone and also really doing the thought process on your own. Because what I realized for myself is that really like, most of the answers are within myself anyway. And um, yeah, using the Adios program really helped me to structure my thoughts and really get to answers myself where maybe usually I would talk to someone else about that. So yeah, that definitely helped me a lot. Okay, thank you. You mentioned that walking... Uh... Combined with writing, 
helped you. Yes. So, and you also mentioned that your energy flowed differently while walking. So you got maybe additional ideas or thoughts during walking, which you did not get when you were sitting down and contemplating. Did you feel that you were distracted more while you were walking compared to when you were sitting down? How was the walking and contemplation experience for you? Yeah, I think at the beginning for me, I felt more distracted when being outside and um, maybe then I didn't stay as focused uh, as when riding, because obviously when you're riding, then maybe you write about different things, but then you usually stay quite focused. Um, and I think I had to get used to that, but I think it just also took a little bit of time to really get used to it because usually when I'm outside or when I'm going somewhere, then for example, I listen to a podcast because I really like to learn new things. And then this is something that I didn't always do because sometimes then I just took time to contemplate while going somewhere or being on a walk. So yeah, as I said, I feel um, the energy flows a little differently and maybe at first it feels more distracted, but also maybe a little more creative than um, when writing. And I think for every person, this is completely different, right? Because I think this is definitely something that worked for me. And I think for someone else, maybe something else would work. And also what I, what, uh, what I tried is, um, for example, doing it in the morning or doing it during lunchtime or so in the evening, right before sleeping. So I also switched that up a little bit. So when I'm contemplating and I also feel that there are like different times of the day that work particularly well for maybe particular situations but maybe also for different people because maybe someone is a complete morning person and lost to get up and then think about life but maybe some people really just want to enjoy their coffee and maybe for them in the evening or during lunchtime is better so yeah I think really trying it out switching it up and then seeing what works best for the specific person is um, best yeah okay and what do you remember about the last couple of weeks as you were finishing the program does anything come to mind Mm, I think over the course of time, I just really get more used to it and I integrated it in my life more naturally to take the time. Also, I got more familiar with the principles. So obviously there are some principles that resonated more with me maybe than others. Uh, we can also talk about that um, later a little bit more. Um, but um, then sometimes I also uh, just thought about the principles when a specific situation came up and not only when I was in front of my computer or with the app, but just when something came up, then I thought like, oh, now I actually realize that this principle um, yeah, is present in maybe this situation. And I got more familiar with the principles and I re really realized that at the end of the um, program that I got more familiar with these principles and that I applied them more naturally than in the beginning and also really like taking the time I think that also felt more naturally so you really or I really integrated it more into my life because at the beginning it really felt like 
this program that you do. And then in the end, it felt more naturally that I just do it because I'm more used to it. And yeah, that was actually really nice. I see. You mentioned that some principles resonated more with you. Uh, would you like to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I think there are some principles, um, obviously, that always are really applicable to a specific situation. So I think also how you said it in the past, it makes sense to always run through other principles because maybe there's a specific situation that actually really connects with one of the principles and maybe that is a principle that didn't really resonate before with me. Um, but definitely something that I realized throughout the program that was actually interesting for myself is that um, because there was, for example, the principle urge to prove or negative speech. And um, I realized that I have, I think, the highest expectations on myself and no one else has these expectations on me. So that was a really interesting learning for myself because I realized always when I ran through other principles um, in these situations that, for example, negative speech, I almost never practiced negative speech towards someone else. Um, but when it came to my own like situations, then I realized that actually I maybe had some negative thoughts, but just towards myself and not towards someone else. Or maybe also like the urge to prove. Um, I almost never had this feeling of, I have to prove this to another person. But usually then I thought, okay, I have to prove this to myself that I can do this or I can do that. And that was actually really, really interesting for me to actually then also see this as part of the program, how like my brain works in this regard. Because I think sometimes this is really like subconscious, but you don't really realize it that this is a pattern. Um, and that was... Yeah, really interesting to me to realize and I think there was maybe another thing um, that was really interesting uh, to me is also really thinking about like what motivates me or um, what drives me and for example the principle looking inward versus looking outward really thinking about like okay does this matter to me personally or yeah, I don't know how important is, I don't know, like a title or whatever that is. Maybe that is something, you know, that is perceived externally as extremely important. But is it something that is really important to me? Or I think there was also like the principle, like form versus substance. Um, and I think that goes hand in hand with like looking inward and looking um, outward. So really thinking about like what matters the most to me and what is essential to me. Um, and I think the, yeah, the program really helped me to identify some of these things and maybe also realize, okay, this is something that in our society is perceived as extremely important. And maybe it's about status or something like that. But maybe for me personally, it's not as important because something else is yeah more important to me and i think that was why these principles also really resonated with me i see uh, did you feel any change in your behavior personally or at work 
towards the end of the program, do you remember something specifically that you were now doing differently in your life? Mm, I think something that probably has changed quite quickly when I started the program is I wouldn't say that I was before like someone who always wanted to prove something to others or prove my point, but maybe letting go of something more quickly when, for example, there's an argument. Um, I mean, I'm not shy to say what my opinion is, but also that there is not this need that I always have to convince other people to feel the same way and to that I have to prove a point. So maybe this is something that I let go quite quickly of because I think it also was um, one of the first uh, principles. And um, then sometimes in situations I realized, okay, maybe someone has a point and I have a point of view and this is totally fine and I can tell this person how I feel about it, but I don't have to go all the steps to prove to this person that I'm right or to convince this person because it's really, there are some situations, obviously they're non-negotiable, like maybe some specific values that you have and maybe then you just don't match with another person, but they're really often the situations where it's totally fine that people have different opinions and actually it's something super valuable. So maybe that is something that um, applied pretty quickly. And yeah, also I think um, what you said before is that there was a big part about speech. Um, how much do you speak? And I think this, this is maybe also something that resonated with me in the sense that I sometimes feel you don't always have to be like the loudest person in the room or don't always have to speak the most to get your point across but sometimes I think like in the world we live in it seems like you have to talk a lot also during meetings to like that you show that you are knowledgeable or that you have something to say and I think um, yeah during the course I just like really yeah try to focus on the things that I really have to or want to get across but that I don't feel okay and I'll have to speak a lot because uh, this shows how committed I am because I think this is actually not what it is about and also that asking questions is something really important to really give other people room to speak because I think this is something that I always did but sometimes maybe I felt like okay I have to say more things <laughs> but I think um, yeah really um, realizing that yeah just for yourself I think is yeah super interesting and as I said I think for every person this is something completely different but that is definitely something maybe that changed for me during the program. Okay did you use the audioscope during the program to analyze situations or find answers to any questions in your personal or professional domain? I actually um, put a lot of questions into my audio scope um, and I used it a lot and also for a lot of different things actually. So I used it for questions at work, um, some more like professional 
questions that I had um, or also uh, when I asked myself, okay, maybe what is the next step? Do I want to invest in development opportunities or things like that, um, that I really used the audio scope to find this out, but also for like personal matters, um, for, for example, when like, as I said, uh, for example, when like in conversations, uh, when I thought like, okay, so this may be something I have to follow up on, or maybe should I tell a person like, I don't know, maybe how this came across. And then also I used the audio scope to ask myself, is it worth actually um, yeah, starting this conversation? And uh, yes, yeah, sometimes the answer was yes. And sometimes it was no. And um yeah, so I really used it for a lot of different things in my life. So it wasn't really like just for like professional questions or personal questions, but it was really a mix. Okay. How many situations did you write in the audioscope in total? I think over the course of the weeks, I maybe had around 20 audioscope situations. While there were some situations actually that were solved pretty quickly for me. So I ran through them and then I had the answer pretty quickly. But there were also some that I always went back to or maybe they even came up again. Um, maybe one example being um, that I actually thought a long time about starting a coaching training. So to become a coach um, myself. And I know that I have this in mind for years already. And um, I actually talked to my manager already last year about that um, because, yeah, I looked into options um, that I would like to start a program like that. But I didn't start it until yet or until now. And then um, I also asked myself, like, okay, why didn't I start Um so far, even though I know I definitely want to do it and maybe what holds me back um, and what are maybe the reasons for starting it or not starting it. And um, so that was definitely also something that came up like more often. So I had like a situation or like a uh, I started like an audioscope situation and then probably I also had three about that because um, then I also, obviously it's also like a financial investment for like myself to start such a program. So I also asked myself, okay, what are other things I could invest it in? For example, and is this like worth it? And the question from where the answer for me in the end was yes, because I realized that actually at this point of time for me, like personally, the best investment is in myself and in my skills. Um, but maybe I could have also said, yes, I want to invest money into a property or whatever that is. But um, yeah, so this is, for example, something that uh, came up more often and than one time. And I also got back to the situation. But um, actually perfect timing because uh, this week I will actually start uh, the training and it's a one-year training and I'm really happy about the decision. And definitely um, the Adios uh, Scope program helped me to um, yeah find like an answer there and to actually start it. I see. Good to know that. And you have all the qualities to become a great coach, I think. <laughs> Thank you so that. much. Yeah. So... What are your plans now after the program? Do you have 
some things that you would like to work on after the program? What do you have in mind? So I see it like I think these eight weeks, they were really good for me to get like started actually with these principles and to get into the habit. And I also feel that it yeah helps a lot when you have like this eight week span where you really apply the principles. Um, but yeah, I guess it's a lifelong journey and it's definitely something to be continued and to work more with the principles. Um, and yeah, as I said, now they come more like naturally to me and uh, I have integrated them more, but definitely, I guess to really like master that, that will probably still take time. So that is definitely something I have on my list to, um, yeah, get more into the habit and practice it more. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts for people who are about to start the program? But what, what would you recommend to them? How do they go about the program, the contemplation practice? What to keep in mind? How to make the best out of the program? Yeah, definitely something I think that I've mentioned in the beginning is really like pick a time that works for you and that you really feel that you're ready for it. I mean, I would also advise uh, people to just give it a try for sure. So maybe also don't think too much about it because I think like the program will just guide you, but definitely people should make sure that they feel ready and committed uh, because I think then it's possible to get the most out of the program and yeah, really just going into the journey um, and really seeing how it goes and really being open for maybe also new thoughts or maybe also, I don't know, practices that people maybe are not used to. Because I think it is probably something really new for a lot of pe people, at least for me, there were like some things that I never thought about before or maybe also like um yeah like for example a contemplation work I never did really a contemplation work before but just being open and open-minded I think that always uh, helps and I think you Tarun you are really great in like guiding people and also like when people have questions that they really can come to you and also ask you for support because this is definitely something that helped me to also get your input and really hear from you how to get out most of this journey so yeah i think just um being open and yeah just getting started thank you so much luca i wish you all the best on your coaching journey as i said thank I'm you so much absolutely sure you'll make a wonderful coach and let's let's meet again in a few weeks yeah yes I would love that. Thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. Thank you so much, Luke. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please practice 10 to 20 minutes of contemplation every day. It will help you a lot. If you prefer a more systematic and a structured approach to learning things, you can also join our contemplation program and we will help you learn and master contemplation. Contemplation is the mother of clarity. All the best.